0: Hey everybody, welcome back. Thank you so much for hanging out. We have the whole, well, almost the whole crew here with us. I am so excited for you to see this incredible crew of Black and POC creators that have made this incredible season possible. We are short one. Unfortunately, our lead developer B. Dave Walters is not able to be with us tonight. I know he was around in chat. I think he's probably hiding from Tanya
1: right now is why he's not here.
0: Uh, But other than that, this is your motherland's team. What an amazing group of people. Uh, Let's go around and and introduce everybody that you see. They'll let you know who they are, where you can follow them on the internet, because you absolutely must do that, because these people are incredible and deserve your support. Uh, And also what they did and what they worked on uh, for this season and uh, I'm just going to go in the order that I see us on the overlay, which means we are going to start with our producer extraordinaire, the silent face that we have gotten to see every night for 12 weeks, but that you all are seeing for the first time tonight. Uh, Leonie, hi, introduce yourself.
2: Hello, everybody. Oh, good, I haven't used my voice all night. <clears throat> Please excuse me. Hello, everybody. I'm Leonie, also known as Gloss and Gadgets. And yes, I'm the producer for Motherlands, the person behind the overlay who's usually laughing and um, behind the transitions and all of that stuff. (laughs) I also made that very shiny trailer that um, you saw as my present to the cast. I wanted to write their name in stars because they've really given me a gift this uh, this year. And so I just wanted to do a little something special. I'm not an artist, so yeah.
0: Did a wonderful job, and I am gonna go ahead and speak for the rest of the team and say thank you. It was really amazing. That's Leonie. Uh, the next few people need no introduction, but they're gonna give you one anyway because they deserve it because they're awesome. Christina, you're up next. Oh no, you're muted in the Zoom. Kamala,
3: <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Christina Ariel, and I have had the pleasure this season of playing Captain Silent 919. And she is your Montagnae Bio Priest, badass, cool haired me.
0: I love it. I also love, I, it was definitely intentional, that robotic voice mod that we got for Christina just now, for sure. Michael, you're up next. Another that needs no introduction but gets to have one anyway.
4: Thanks. Uh, yeah, so I'm Michael Sinclair II. Um, I go by Michael Crits Everywhere, and I play ILI. Um, they are a Misajai Lightbringer, and just an awesome, phenomenal uh, character to play and, and get to step into their shoes, and it's just, it's been amazing, um yeah, it's just it's just, it's been
0: really great. Absolutely. Moving on down to our second row with our third cast member, DJ.
5: Oh hi. I'm DJ Knight, uh, aka DeWan, as I put right here. I think this is the first time I've actually said my government on a stream in any decent fashion, just because it's really noticeable and really yieldable. <laughs> but I figured like if I'm gonna ever like talk <laughs> and actually exist with my real name out in the ether, it's gonna be with this stage of amazing. With people. fam. Uh so yeah, it's uh, been a pleasure to be a Kemba this whole time because to see a game built uh, with so many amazing people uh, making it tick is just an opportunity of a lifetime. So I'm stoked to be here. Thank you all for watching. Absolutely.
0: All right, taking a break from the cast members and going back behind the screen a little bit. Hey, Gabe.
6: Hi, so I'm Gabe. I worked on uh, mainly like the world building, cultures, locations, creatures. Uh, there were plenty of random moments when Eugenio sent me a message and was like, do you have an idea for this thing? And it was either random nonsense or like I'd spent like an hour looking through research of like African biomes and creatures and stuff. So this it's been a fantastic ride seeing that stuff come together and see how everyone like reacts to it.
0: Awesome. absolutely
6: gabe uh, gabe
0: and dave have been lifesavers because i got my discord over on this monitor and i'll be yeah. like i need a name for Salanzi. i need an animal for hathoray i need a and also i need it I'm in a, about 45 seconds
6: <laughs> i'm gonna put this out there though considering what dave did i was definitely the angel on the shoulder like my things were That's like real. turtles and like other bison and stuff <laughs> dave is like make him suffer make them suffer i love it uh all right moving
0: on down our line here uh to vanessa hello ma'am
2: hello
7: i am vanessa aka pleasantly twisted I am the one in charge of all the character art you see. So I did all your overlays. I did all of your starting screen, your BRBs, all of that stuff. And I did the fan favorites of the avatars. And I got to surprise Eugenio with an avatar that he didn't know about because I'm just that kind of person. So (laughs) I'm the person responsible for kind of bringing some of it to life visually. And it's been a trip seeing all of the fan art. Like this is the first time I've had people make fan art of my art. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> well am maybe I, did, you am shouldn't I an have artist made now. Uh,
0: well maybe if you didn't want to be, you shouldn't have made such amazing character art. I'm just saying. I
7: I didn't I didn't expect the responses <laughs> that we've got and it's been mind-blowing, absolutely good. mind-blowing, and definitely has helped bolster my self-esteem in terms of my art, for sure. For yes. sure.
2: <laughs> good. So it now is well
7: deserved. it's all done. I'm like, wait, I have to keep making good art. Well, <laughs>
0: That's, that's true, the one downside, you have set the bar damn high, lady. I love it. Uh, moving on down the line uh, to another one of our writers. Hey, Sharong.
8: Hi, so um, I'm Sharung Biswas, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Sharung Biswas. Um, and yeah, I was involved in lot of the writing. I did a lot of the culture work and a lot of the like lore around that. I I am proud to have designed the polyamorous art-loving robot people. Um, (laughs) I'm very happy about that. Uh, I spent a lot of time looking in like Soninke dictionaries because I'm like, what are the common languages in Mali? And will they have translated into this planet? And will that that turn into a name of an obscure uh, symbiont species that turns you into the purple-eyed lovely thing that you see on screen? And yeah, that was a lot of my work.
0: Yeah, we love a nerd. Uh, Because I also, when I was naming things, was like, let me see what this word is in Sanskrit. Uh, (laughs) Excellent. Moving down a row uh, over to yet another phenomenal artist. Hey, uh, well, I'm looking at the name that you've got on Zoom. So I'm going to say, hey, Blackoni.
9: Hello, hello. Uh, My name is, I go by Blackoni, but uh, my real name is Will Wiggins. Okay, cool. I didn't know. Yeah, I don't mind putting that out there. Okay, great. (laughs) It's a pretty fun name, so I should use it whenever I get a chance. Uh, You can find me at Blackoni at pretty much everything, and I'm just responsible for doing the cover art for the Quick Start Guide. Uh, I took the lead of uh, Vanessa here, who did a phenomenal job with the character art, and uh, it's been really fun bouncing ideas off of her, and I'm really, really excited to see all the fan art that came as a result of that, because technically, my piece is fan art. So...
0: (laughs) What a great way to put it. Commissioned fan art. I love that so much. Uh, let's keep moving on down the line. Now, y'all may enjoy when I do a silly Bertrand voice, but this is the man with the voice of butter that starts every stream. And I'm gonna keep talking to embarrass him a little bit more before I allow him to introduce himself. Uh, Brian, hi, my friend.
10: Hi there. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for that. That's so welcome. This is, yeah. Um, <laughs> um brian urban bohemian i am the voice you hear um i was just really happy to be able to uh to contribute to this project uh the way that i did and uh it's it's been amazing watching and and hearing hearing myself at the start of this i i'm like i'm sliding in to make sure i hear myself and then watching and it's just like i'm mad about that cliffhanger i'm just gonna say it i'm mad about that cliffhanger
0: Look, you all had to know it was coming. Maybe not specifically, but I love a good cliffhanger. (laughs) Excellent, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Creeping on down that line, another one of our phenomenal writers, Latia. Hi there.
11: Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Latia. On the internet as Latia Jaquez. It's my name. You know it. It's fine to call me it. Um, I am the writer for the uh, as yet unseen adventure that will be featured in the quick start guide. So, uh, I did a little bit of des- designing as well. Some of the, um, the professions that we'll have in the book, but, uh, most of my work has gone largely unseen.
0: I can't wait for people to see it though. We love a surprise. We love a surprise. Uh, and speaking of adventure writers, uh, next up, we've got Jasmine.
12: Hi, hello. I'm Jasmine Buller. Uh, you might know me as that bronze girl. And I wrote the adventure that Eugenio brought to life on camera. I also designed the Hatarai NPC race, as well as um, I'm doing some work on the space pirate faction as well. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It was, it was, a.
1: (laughs) I had such a, I had
0: such a fun back and forth with Jasmine because there were things where like, I knew ahead of time. I'm like, Hey, I would send her a message and be like, Hey, can you help me out figuring out how to name other Hoth arrays or give me this, give me that. And then there were times where we would finish an episode and I was like, I should really send her an email and apologize for the way I just completely obliterated her adventure.
12: (laughs) such a good job with uh, all the NPCs with even the silly ones like Bertrand or, or, you know, um, like the, the, I love the glitchy voice. You, you really like uh, brought it to life. And also you were yeah. so patient with like, there were, I'm not gonna lie. There were times where I would edit the document like the night before. <laughs>
10: It was always I was good though. Like, I loved hopping in Yehenio's on a Sunday and be like, wake
12: <gasps> up. Yeah, there's four new paragraphs there. Yeah, that was like regular. That was par for the course. BJ it described great. it as us like putting down tracks in front of <laughs> a train. And I think know, caught the brunt of my chaotic nature. Where I was like, it's 3 a.m. in the morning. Let's add six paragraphs to this document. I'm sure tomorrow this will not throw him off at all.
6: <laughs> not at
0: all. You know what though, truly, and this is something that I can say to any and all of you. I have loved getting to uh for a campaign that I can go and have this incredible room of talent that I can grab and ask and and feed on. Uh, and and Jasmine has been no exception. So I've appreciated all of that. Thank you. Uh, let's see who's up next. Uh, oh, ta- well, I, I'm gonna leave you till last. I'm gonna do me first, because you've got to finish this off, Tanya. So once again, I'm Okenya. You can find me uh, on Twitch and Twitter at DM Jazzy Hands. I've been the storyteller for this incredible campaign. Uh, and I just Uh, Truly, when Tanya asked me to come aboard and sort of gave me the list of who was going to be working on it and asked me to to be the the storyteller for the game, I I was so intimidated at the talent and also so excited to have a writer's room to run this game like, like an ongoing project for all of us. And it has been the greatest honor of my year. To, to bring y'all's creations to life, to facilitate the stories that we tell together and to be a part of something amazing. I mean, look at, as, as we said before we came live in this call, y'all look at the melanin on this screen. It has been an honor and I cannot thank you all enough. Uh, so yeah, I don't know, follow me places and stuff, but mostly like, Throw your love to these amazing, amazing people, including first and foremost among all of us, our host, our creative director. I'm embarrassed as much as I can, Tanya DePass.
1: Oh my God, DJ, I can't stand you. You
5: knew what was going to happen. You knew what I was going to do. No,
1: I didn't. Don't make me cry again. I put on makeup.
5: Oh, girl, just um, wait. Oh, God. Standing ovation. <laughs> Luckily, I'm standing already, so it's a standing ovation anyways. There
1: you go. Um, I'm Tanya. I am your creative director, creator, along with b Dave Walters. I played your high and all blade keeper, Invicta. And I've been weirdly emotional, weepy. Not sad, because this has been the greatest fucking four months of my life. I will never trade it for anything. And everybody you're looking at is everyone I deeply admire. I'm so glad we could work together. And knock on wood, everyone will come back from the holiday and we'll get an email. Don't, pu- But also, please don't go harass Twitch and don't harass us because unless you've got 30 Gs sitting in your pocket right now, you don't ask me about a second season. I'm taking a break.
10: <laughs> I'm taking a break. But if you've got you
1: got 30 Gs, I will give you my PayPal right now.
10: I mean, if you do, though.
0: I mean, hello. Uh, also, let's be oh, honest. Honey. As soon as we know, y'all will know because we ain't going to be able to keep it under wraps for very long. <laughs> At all at all. okay. that's the team. Again, we want to say a huge thank you. Uh, Well, most of us want to say a huge thank you to B. Dave Walters uh, as our lead developer. Uh, What an invaluable, brilliant, incredible mind who has helped us bring to life this setting, Uh, the people that we have met, (laughs) the horrors we have encountered. uh, And unfortunately he couldn't be with us tonight, but uh, we love him and we, we thank him very much for his work as well. So that leaves us uh, with a little while yet to, to take some questions. Uh, I believe uh, the mods are instructing you in chat, but if you would please format uh, all caps so that we see it, if you've got a question, start with the word question, and please be sure to include if you are asking a specific team member uh, so that we can direct the question to them. So if y'all will toss those in chat, Uh, We will start collecting them. And in the meantime, I I don't know, y'all, what is, you know what, I'm going to go around real quick, uh, and I'll kick us off with the first question. What has been your, I will say, one of your favorite or most exciting or most surprising moments in working on this show, whether it was part of a stream or something that you wrote or or feedback that you got. Uh, just real quick, let's go down the line with anybody who's got something to toss out for us. Anybody want to start? And I'm going to start uh, sort of compiling the questions from chat here while we do this one. Anybody got a moment that you want to talk about? Yeah, DJ, go for it, and then I'll grab Sharong after, uh, after
5: that. Fanheart. Uh I've never seen... Uh, anything that I was a part of that people cared enough to make fan art at the level that we got fan art for Into the Motherlands. Like, to have a character that I'm a voice, like, like I'm, I'm going to call out a specific person, even though there's a lot of amazing art. I don't want people to think that. Uh-huh. Oh,
8: DJ's just
6: trying
5: to call out this one specific person. No, it's just this one specific person, uh, Remy Leart, would, even today, while we're in the middle of a show, having a show would just draw amazing things and just post them on Twitter randomly like, oh yeah, I'm just watching in the motherland, it's kind of beast. And it's just like, D, w- w- what? You <laughs> make that in like the time that we've been here, we haven't even gotten to the first break yet. And that's what you just made. Just like willy nilly and calmly that's beast. And that is a thing that I've never truly experienced at the level that we've seen it for this. So I, I am. Uh, fully and truly blown away by the whole concept of it because it's just—it's. I've seen it happen for other campaigns many times. It's like, but to be in a campaign and have character art of, love that something that, that I'm part of, like, yeah, beautiful. I love it. It's not even just I'm my gonna... character. Like seeing other characters, like, oh for really sure, interact with being brought to life with artwork is just like it's beautiful.
0: Uh, I it. love it. No, don't. Sh- I mean. We'll, we'll move along, but we'll be back, don't you shut up. Uh, I'm gonna add a couple of, so we've gotten a couple of questions in, I'm tossing them in the Zoom chat. Y'all don't worry, they're for me to be in front of me. I'll I'll take care of them. Uh, but let's add a facet to this, since we got a couple of questions that are sort of takes on my question. So if anyone also, in addition to your favorite thing, if there's anything uh, that got left on the cutting room floor, for those of you who are writers uh, or, or for the cast, if there's anything that was an unexpected character development, you can also include those answers as we go around. Uh, uh, so, Sharong, uh, I know you had something that you
8: wanted to do next, that you yeah, want to talk about. Um, first, I want to thank Eugenio for correcting when he says my name wrong, because very few people say my name right. Uh, I think I, this is, I think tonight is the first time I've actually heard you
0: say your name. We have known each other long enough that I really should have done this before, but anyway. We
8: text a lot. Yeah, you don't hear my voice uh, that much. That's true. Um, so, um, uh, this is actually an uh, interesting thing. Uh, if any of you who, who is listening is an emerging writer, having an, a strong editor is a gift, right? A lot of emerging writers, I feel like, oh my God, editor is going to butcher my work. No, no, editors always make your work better, right? And one of the things that was really interesting for this project is I've rarely had an editor who is also very attuned to. Um, uh, what's often in a sensitivity development, right? Um, and so uh, Tanya is one of the chief, the lead editors. And for, uh, a big example is I wrote uh, this one thing and Tanya gave me a specific note being like, uh, Sharung, this can come off as insensitive to a certain type of mental illness. And I'm not gonna name exactly what, but Tanya gave a very specific note and I'm like, I never thought of that. That is so good, I will change this, right? And so having uh, editors, because Often, because I have done work in the diversity field, people ask me be a cultural person and I don't have another person to check on me. So having an editor who can give those kinds of notes uh, was very interesting and very valuable and very cool, both in terms of obviously making the work better, but also making me think, oh, that's something I need to keep in mind when I write in general. Uh, and so that was uh, very um, interesting and, and uh, cool. It's not surprising, but like cool.
0: I love that. Uh, yeah, Willie, what's
8: up? So
0: Uh-oh. I mentioned earlier how
9: <laughs> you came out right. Uh, I mentioned earlier how uh, you know me and uh, Vanessa bounced ideas off of each other. It shocked me how often we pretty much were on the same page about things. Like as soon as mm, we started like, thinking of an idea, or yeah, exactly, we were just we were just like bam, like let's use this cover. bam, let's use that. Let's go around. It was just super seamless and I haven't worked with another artist recently that I vibe with as easily and quickly as I did with her. So again, kudos to
0: working with Vanessa. That was dope. Love that. Anybody else? Anything for this one? We got lots. Yeah, Jasmine, go for it.
12: Um, I think the thing that was most surprising to me, which, I mean, this is sad that this was surprising, but it was definitely surprising, <laughs> was how much everyone on the team wanted everyone to succeed. Mm. And they made sure that I'm getting teary and they made sure you had the tools to do that. So um, early on when it became like, when it was like, okay, we need the first adventure ready to go like on camera, uh, Tanya and B-Dave had a meeting with me and it was just like, what parts do we need to build for you to be successful and let us know, and we will build that. And so everything was, ba- I never felt like if, if I mess up, it's going to be all on me. It definitely felt like this is a team project. Either we all fail or we all succeed. And that was a pleasant surprise because I, I'm used to being on projects where it's like, if you fumbled, you messed up, why didn't you finish this? Why wasn't this done by this deadline? But instead everyone was very much like, what should, what do we need to write to help support what you're writing? How do we work together on this? How do we come together on this? What are the parts of this engine that we need to put down first to make sure that we can all succeed together and that was that I think that's that allowed us to make a great show that everyone we understood that we each had a different role but we made sure that the parts of our role that are adjacent to other people's was supporting them and not dragging them down and I think that that was a really nice like pleasant change from, I think, how sometimes these projects often go, which is, this is your part, I need it by this day, get it done. <laughs>
7: yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, we're gonna hop around because there are a ton of questions and I, we're, Chad, I'm so sorry, we're not gonna get to all of them, but I'm gonna get to as many as we can as quickly as we can. Uh, I wanna jump over to Gabe, if we could, for a second. Gabe, do you wanna talk a little bit about, since I used you so much for this, do you wanna talk a little bit about what your process was for creating some of the creatures in the setting, uh, both cultures and some of the other like wildlife that I asked you for along the way?
6: I So when I started doing my research, I was looking at the different biomes that are all, all across Africa, because Africa is huge. And in the different biomes, there are dozens and dozens of different creatures. So I was like, what are all these creatures like? What are similarities? And then I started making like a chart for myself of just like randomly generating creatures because... When you have an entirely different planet and universe, the way that biology and science works doesn't necessarily have to be the same. There can be different biological evolutions. So I'm like, this thing could have the plating of a rhinoceros and be the size of an elephant, and it could reasonably make sense. Something else that I considered was, what are the predators like and are there predators? If there aren't predators, it would make sense. Like When we uh, had Bertrand, like we had decided that he didn't have tusks because there was no need for tusks. There There was nothing that he had to spear that was a danger. Mm -hmm. It was like a change in the evolution and development. And it was like those processes were some of the best ways to figure out like, okay, a lot of these animals have biological defense systems. What would they be like if they didn't need them? And it gives you entirely new creatures that are similar enough to things that we know. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah. And I I think that's one of the cool things
0: also about getting to develop this as we played it was we found out what we needed y'all. Uh, developers to sort of focus on and flesh out, and so we were able to take the time when we knew we needed it to do that sort of like, well, the biological imperative here is XYZ, and this is how that manifests physically. I love it. I love it. I love it. Nerds! Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's do, uh, let's see, let's hop on over to, uh, to, where's the one that I wanted to? Oh, I want to ask the, so the cast, and then also uh, Vanessa, once you've got the descriptions from us, What were just in a few words each? What were your processes for conceptualizing the visuals of your character? Uh, You know, considering that we created these cultures whole cloth uh, mm -hmm. and you had quite a bit of room, how did you all go about that? Vanessa, go ahead.
7: So, for me in particular, Having all the cultures and stuff, especially as they were in the process of being created was really helpful. But then I have to give a special shout out as well to Tanya for helping out with some of the stuff because when there were kind of like Jasmine said, when there were little holes here and there, I kind of went to Tanya and I was like, this doesn't make sense. Can you see what this person means? Cause I don't get it. I can't draw that. That doesn't even make sense to me. No, there was a couple of times like that. And the descriptions really helped. What was really interesting to help flush out some of it was how everyone sent their descriptions. Because you have people like, and I'm gonna put everybody on the spot here a little bit. You have people like Christina. Hers was very clean, concise, to the point. I want this. And I was like, okay. And I will keep reading it. And I'm like, I feel like I'm just drawing myself, but I can make this work, this is fine, this is perfectly fine. And then he has someone like Kritz that's like, well, I don't know how well I'm gonna do with this, so just let me know if I'm out of pocket, and then sends me this really elaborate breakdown of everything down to the iris color, the aesthetic, how the clothes should look. They sent me like pictures and everything, and I wrote them back and was like, I thought you said you were bad at this. <laughs> 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 I, I um, really don't understand.
4: I don't know y'all level is so high. I was like, I don't know if
7: I, if I
10: got the level right.
7: <laughs> I don't, I thought you said you were bad at this, but then the biggest part for me because of the setting itself, and mm-hmm. I know that we wanted to centralize on the idea that this was a black, this is a very, very black mm-hmm. tabletop RPG. So kind of the same vein of Gabe. There was a lot of research going into like different cultures in Africa, different settings in Africa, but then of course we had to be in space. So I was like, well, we need to do this, but with a futuristic spin. And my big thing is color. I Mm. love color. And I hate it when people get into this mindset of being like, okay, it's a tabletop RPG. We got to make it all look rugged all the time. And I'm just like, but, but what if they actually have like fun colors and stuff and still could be dope? That, that's a thing that can work, right? And now that I had the opportunity, I was like, you know what, that's what I'm gonna do now. And I'm gonna show you that tabletop people can be colorful and vibrant and look yeah. like elegance and royalty. And a lot of the colors I used specifically were to kind of call back some of those things like reading character descriptions Eli's character in particular went with the oranges and the purples because they were supposed to be someone that was mysterious but also very ambiguous and it's like what are they thinking how do they feel you're not supposed to know that but they still had something that was very bright and attention catching versus someone like Ikemba everything from your description of your character DJ just made me want to give this person a hug like they just felt so soft and so welcoming and then listening to your first descriptions in the first episode I was like okay Okay, I feel like this is better. And you are also the first time I ever drew twist.
6: Oh. You, are
7: ever the fir- you are the first character I ever drew twist with. And I was like, literally with my pen going, oh, I hope I don't mess this up. What if they look like little turds? Oh God, I'm going to be the worst artist ever. Ah. And then everyone was like, these are dope. And I'm like,
5: you did all right. <laughs> all and behold, you oh. were a beast and you remain mm-hmm. a beast.
7: Oh my gosh. But yeah, a lot of it is kind of similar to Gabe's. A lot of research, a lot of looking into it, but then kind of yeah. melding that African culture with something that was very, I don't want to say Afrofuturistic, but definitely very sci-fi oriented. Sure. But I also, I was determined everything was going to have good color. Like I refused. If it wasn't like straight up leather or something, <laughs> I was going to make it have color.
0: Uh, and And what beautiful colors you came up with. It was the first thing that struck me about all five of the character pieces. Just incredible. Uh, Cass, do any of you, uh, don't feel obligated, but do any of you have sort of character development stuff that you'd like to share uh, to sort of tag on to that? Uh, Christina just victims. crosses her arms. What? I <laughs> said, look at Christina yes. just crossing her arms.
1: Um. I've been
3: sitting like this the entire time. It's just a defense mechanism.
1: <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, okay, Simon.
3: In the character development department, I was like, all of my characters on pretty much anything I do are unapologetically black. And I'm very adamant about that fact. I'm adamant about them looking like me because so often people make it seem like the most far fetched thing you could have in an RPG. It's not a dragon or a giant elephant. It's a black person. So mm-hmm. to have this person and to have the biggest thing for me and probably one of the best things I got to work with Vanessa on was Silas Hair Mechanic. Like it is one of the coolest things I've ever done because it's just... Like my hair is important to me. It's a part of me. It is something that I've been made to feel ashamed of. It is something that I have had people come at me for, come up to me and try to touch. But like to imagine having that power where someone comes and puts their hand in your hair and you go with a piece of your hair, it's amazing. The thought of it is just a, a beautiful thing to behold and to be able to create this character who like is layered even though it's supposed to be mechanical like there was this room to play with this character there was so much room in this entire campaign to just be creative to just step outside of the box to use my whole imagination am i frozen or are you guys here
0: we can hear you it's a, it's a little it's a little robot but we can hear oh. you fine it's just your camera am i good yep
3: i'm looking at the thing and i'm frozen is anybody you frozen
0: but we can hear you you're frozen i, oh, I just oh well, well she'll come back yep. she'll come back uh all right I'm I'm a I'm a hop to another one, and then if we get her back, we'll uh we'll we'll get we'll see if there was anything else. Oh,
3: that's no, i mean, oh. the big thing is to be able to create and to create and to play and. No, I just restarted it. I stopped the cam- the video, and then I restarted it.
0: She is for sure several seconds behind the rest of us. So. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I love you, Christina, and and everything that you said. You and I talked a lot about uh, Sila as well. And one of the things, if I may, that you also talked to me about was also not making Sila uh, immediately like sweet and approachable and nice and and easy to be around, which I think is an amazing choice that you did beautifully with the character. So you know, and I think that's such a real thing <laughs> that media so often like you know, characters that are portrayed that way are the bad guy. And I think it was beautiful to watch uh, you create a character that was all of those things and was still very much a hero. Um, Let's see. I would love to hop to Brian real quick. Brian, we have a question for you. If there was any inspiration (laughs) behind your voiceovers. Mm -hmm.
10: Um, There... there was. This is actually the first time that I've been asked to do something like this. So it was very exciting. <clears throat> but I think my main inspiration was kind of like the old, the older radio storytellers where they're just like, are you sitting comfortably? Because I'm about to tell you something that you're really going to be into. And I, I just wanted to get that feeling of telling you, hey, there's this really cool thing that You so for the ad that we did, um, oh goodness, the adventures, the ad that we did, yeah, yeah. I was like, there's this really cool thing happening, um, happening every Sunday night, and you should really like tune in and listen to it. And uh, then the intro for the thing was like a hot mess. I (laughs) was not, first of Um, all, (laughs) I like, I, I wish that I had had like all the outtakes, I wish I had a video camera on me because. All of a sudden, when I recorded that, every noise outside where I live, every emergency vehicle, every helicopter, every everything. And I'm like, okay, great, 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 great. So, but yeah, it was, it was really just trying to, as if I were telling somebody, hey, this is cool thing. There's this really, really cool thing. And um, then, yeah, I just did it like 18 times because I got the pronunciations wrong, like every time.
0: Well, it turned out great. Uh, All right, we have got a bunch of questions. So we're gonna do a little lightning round for some of them uh, to see if we can get through as many as possible. So Tanya, I wanna hop to you with a couple of questions. One of them, let's say that we have our druthers, we get what we want. Are there other mediums other than tabletop games that you would love to see some Motherland stuff come out in? Uh, Suggestions with the question were comics, literature, video games, but is there another medium that you see working particularly well?
1: Uh, animated series, and uh, if anybody wants to make a video game, I'm gonna ask you the same thing my mom asked me when I went to McDonald's. You got video game money? (laughs) No, let's have a quick moment, because video games are not cheap to make in case people don't realize that. Uh, If anybody wants even a double-A game made of this between the animation, the writing, the -hmm. programming, and everything else, if you got a cool half a mil you, you are burning in your pocket, come holler at me. We can talk.
5: I love it. I and love That's for it. a prototype. Right, that's yeah. not the whole
1: game. Yeah. Hello,
5: I thought game. Uh, I taught game ooh, design man. for like four years, and oh, I know. games are not easy to just like, a visual... oh, we move something out in the world. It's like no, that's yes. not how it works. Even <laughs> a the visual
12: novel would be dope, though. Like if would, that would be if cool. we got the coins together, like a visual novel, I
5: think. I would, would happily really cool. look for man. that. Yes, please.
1: <laughs> um, and so good. yeah, Jasmine no, just with the idea. <laughs> no, I mean Utah game design. We we got a talented group of brown folks here. We just need the money, and that's always that's the issue.
5: That's
6: okay. it. If it if somebody the video, got money got the down, <laughs> I make visual novels like that's some of what i do outside of my time so so let's get it they I mean, no, ask
8: for some interactive fiction we can manage <laughs> so that can be a stretch goal
1: for the kickstarter a visual there you novel. go
8: there you go I mean.
1: and dave that's for you
0: for what you did <laughs> all right let's hop down uh jasmine somebody wanted to know uh if you could talk very briefly about what you were able to write in advance and Mm -hmm. what stuff for the adventure you came up with based on uh, how the stream campaign was going, if anything.
12: Yeah, so uh, we didn't get to play test this because everything was so quick. So I did do a lot of reactive stuff um, based off of what I felt the players were excited about. And so what I wanted to expand on and things like that. I know that uh, everyone's favorite NPC is Bertrand and that literally popped up from my Bertrand that I always have with me and Tanya was like put him in the game so I was like okay (laughs) Um, and everyone became super attached to him which was super amazing for me because Bertrand's like my anxiety friend um he's always in my lap when I stream so then Mm -hmm. I tried to build out the lore for that and one of the big things was like figuring out like when like naming conventions so I actually drew upon like A lot of Indian things for that, where we don't always use each other's names. We'll, we'll come up with like brother, uncle, you know, auntie. It's very rare to call anybody by their name. And so things like that ended up getting baked into the setting where Hathorai call each other by their stations, not by their names, because that's disrespectful. And so it was really cool. It was really cool to kind of like expand on these little facets that came up in the game and Um, I also loved, like, you know, some of that was inspired by Christina with having Sila 919 always be referred to as Captain Sila 919, because it's about respect. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I was very inspired by that and kind of brought that into like a cultural sense. And it also ended up being a really warm moment that Bertrand is okay with the crew calling him Bertrand because he feels like they're family. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I loved getting those notes from you. That was such a cool uh, thing to to bake into the culture, like you said.
8: Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's go oh, to that, Ohenia. Please, yeah, absolutely, Shara. I, I think the thing that Jasmine brought up, uh, I think, is really important because TTRPG is an auditory medium, right? For the most part, you—I mean—you're watching these awesome people, but you're listening, and having these cultural moments, like terms of address, which is an auditory thing, is. Mm. The, Key way you are getting these cultures across, because yeah, we can draw you know fan art of the Wazoo, but as you're watching the game, you're not watching all the fan art at the same time, right? So those small things about naming and terms of address, or even when you do things like the glitching voice and things like that, um, those things I think are really uh, cool ways of transmitting culture.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. It's good stuff. All right, moving on, because I want to get through a few more of these. Uh, Let's see, oh, uh, anyone can grab this, uh, and I know we've all got thoughts on it, but anyone, preferably someone who hasn't spoken much yet tonight. uh, Can you talk a little bit about uh, what the delegation, we've already touched on a little bit. Do you want to talk about what the delegation and the interplay uh, of work was among all of us? We've already talked about how, uh, you know, about how it was very supportive. Jasmine talked about how it was, you know, obviously we all really wanted each other to succeed, but how was the actual splitting up of responsibilities for you all? Latia? you wanna take, were you reaching for the mic? Oh, I'm sorry. I, no, you don't have to. I thought I saw you reaching for your microphone. <laughs> Anybody wanna take a stab at it? Oh, you're muted, my love.
11: <laughs> no, I was actually, I was reaching for my planner. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I mean, but what I, what I will say is that um, even though I was brought on to, to write an adventure, that didn't stop like that wasn't where I was restricted. Mm. You know, if, if I had an idea about something that could be used to enhance the world, like um, I will say, like I, I contributed to a profession that was not seen in the uh, in the stream. So, but like we weren't confined to our boxes. So if there was something that we we had an idea for that you know could be better, was beneficial, or we just like, hey, maybe this thing is a thing on Musalia or the surrounding areas, like we were very much encouraged to be like, well, yeah, you know, write it up, see what, see what we can do with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was such a cool thing. And Even for me as storyteller, there were moments where I thought, you know, in this sort of last minute moment, oh, I really need more information on this. I'm just going to do it. And then I'll go back after, after the episode and chat with the, you know, the appropriate dev and be like, Ooh, okay, how do we, you know, shape this? Uh, but yeah. yeah, absolutely. We all had our jobs and then we all, Used our inspiration. I love it. Uh, All right, real quick, there's a couple of these that are easy questions. One of them, uh, Cass, did we find the chat distracting? Very rarely. You all are amazing, and these are pro streamers up here. Uh, So it was fun to watch you all having a good time with us. Uh, Are there more cultures that haven't been revealed? Yes, uh, some of them have started to be developed. Some of them uh, we have ideas and kernels for, but we haven't had a chance to flush them out. So yeah, there is a whole galaxy worth. Uh, of more cultures that we will hopefully get to to show you all eventually, Uh, is the digital dice roller that we've been using available. Not at the moment. We, because we were able to partner with the folks over at Cortex, uh, we had access to a sort of prototype beta system that they gave, that they set up for us. Uh, Eventually, I am absolutely sure that fandom intends to have something available Uh, But at the moment, uh, that was just for us and we feel very special for that. There are a ton more questions and I would love to get to them but we do have one final surprise uh, that we want to share with you all. Uh, I have, I have alluded to this on multiple occasions tonight and I'm going to say it all over again because it's a hundred thousand million infinity percent true, those people, these people that you see up here on screen tonight would not be here without Tanya DePass. She had an idea, she got in touch with all of us, she invited us here, she got a budget, she has paid, she has made sure that we all get paid for our time and she has done something amazing. And there is no way on this earth that we could ever thank her enough, but this is our attempt. We had a little something special put together for you, Tanya, so let's see what it is.
2: Okay, transitioning. Three, Mm -hmm. two,
0: one, ta-da. This is just a little something that I'm gonna have printed up and I will send to you so you have a physical copy of this beautiful piece. It is signed by the vast majority of the team. We all sent our signatures in so that you could have a little piece of each one of us. Uh, It is not enough but it's what we could do for now for you.
5: Thank you for being a beast.
2: Thank you so much for all your guidance, all your hard work, and the opportunity that you put in front of each and every single one of us. Oh, you
1: guys are gonna make, oh, you're making me cry. When Girl, other people same. cry, I always cry. <laughs>
7: Girl, you know, save. we going to start the chain cry? <laughs> yes,
10: to... yes we, are. Yeah, we, we are. We are. are
6: we sympathetic criers, oh, no. yeah. yeah.
7: y'all. No. <laughs> shame
6: crying. Sympathetic <laughs> 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 That's
4: what we
0: needed. That's what we needed. There we go. My life is past. Tanya.
12: For real, though. I mean, sometimes you gotta get so much. Listen, hang on, DJ.
7: I'm saying, no, because I literally, the best part about working on this piece was the fact that I was working on both surprises at once. <laughs> <laughs> and so he yes. hit me up and being like, I want to surprise Eugenio. And then Eugenio is emailing us saying, okay, I want to surprise Tanya. And I'm just sitting in my desk <laughs> going. <laughs>
8: mm-hmm.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I nice. I'm gonna need y'all to get through quarantine and go get a drink. I am. What are we doing? I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> if
5: anything needs to happen, it should be another one of these meetings with all of us, just like oh, with yeah. drinks and just like chilling oh, yeah. and just having a conversation over a libation. With that. Because, mm-hmm. for real, like I feel like that is perfect. Because Eugenio has been putting voice to so many people's, like all of the people on the screen right now. Everybody's work, Eugenio's putting voice to it and giving us purpose to interact with it tanya brought us all together so like of course they both deserve that and i'm i'm excited to be here because seeing all of the things that all of you have done to make this work and to just get this melanin magic out here to the world is an honor
8: And I will say, as a writer, I don't know if you all know how exciting it is to see a cast (laughs) and a DM interpret what you have written. Like, it is so exciting to be like, I wrote that, and you're playing (laughs) that. It's so fun and ego-boosting, which is, you know, very important during COVID. During COVID, (laughs) it's super important. So, yeah. I know it. You know it. Um,
12: it's also cool to see everybody, because for me, so yeah. many of you were email addresses. On the
0: yeah, <laughs> oh, like, real
12: talk. True. I haven't to see your beautiful faces or hear your voices, so that's that's cool. This is awesome.
4: I I just I know see... you
12: very well through
3: Gmail though. <laughs> <laughs>
4: we're we're like family through Gmail. Uh, uh, Michael did you have something? Yeah I just want to say like thanks to Tanya for taking a chance with me and everyone here who's like created this awesome story uh things in the background cultures like I felt like all those cultures I felt because I've interacted with those cultures through my life so like everything just felt so organic um and through all that I got to play such an amazing character because of everyone here and it, such a special amazing opportunity to work with everyone and just to be with everyone here. It's just, you you all are just uh, top notch. So I'm just super I, proud to be part of this.
6: I wanna say one of the best moments of this project was technically during an interview with Tanya when someone asked us, well, what about uh, like colonization? We're like, what about it? Like it was <laughs> at that moment Rob was like, yes. This is why this there are many reasons why when Tanya asked me to work with her, I said yes. But this is sure as hell one of them. Because yes. any any question that was obviously irrelevant, Tanya was like, Tanya will say that's irrelevant. And I'm just like, yes. anytime, anytime someone's pissing me off, I will buy you a drink, I will buy you a steak, but I'm calling you. I'm calling you. I'm gonna need you to be there to tell them what they need to hear. Like that's in front, right. and that was that was every conversation afterwards. Like, well, like, is is there any like this? Is there racism? no why because we are black and said no like it and that's, that's it. the end of story and then we just made this game and there were like there were so many questions that people had about stuff that had no relevance to this story and every time tanya was like it's not relevant i've had to explain why it shouldn't be re- relevant to other people <laughs> i never had to explain any of that to her and it made no. designing this so freeing and satisfying yeah. and black and brown yes and melanin <laughs> and yes. yes
7: it's the same energy with doing like the designs and stuff too yeah. where it's like i didn't have to worry about oh is this gonna be too ethnic five me is this gonna be <laughs> it gonna be something i'm gonna have to explain my design decision oh, no.
0: yeah no I, yeah
7: i i don't know do i feel like dealing with this Hey y'all, should I, should I dumb this down? I don't need, and it's like, I could just design something. And it was just like, this is the aesthetic I wanna go for. And I would send it and Tanya's like, I fucking love it. And I'm like, yes, okay. I wasn't I, okay, sure. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep moving. And it just, it's like Gabe said, it was so freeing. Cause I could just design. I could just design yeah. and I didn't have to worry about, oh, this is too black. Oh, this is-
1: now hold on though. Let's. I'm gonna be that person because oh. it's my channel. Uh-oh, I've been drinking the whole fucking show. We know that there's are, there are some black folks that have been like, Oh, can you tone this down? Well, Tanya, because what do we say, Tanya? What do we What's say? What's the phrase?
10: What's the phrase? Uh,
1: as my dear departed grandmother Marguerite V. De Pass said, Not all skin folk is kin folk.
10: Marguerite, truly, um,
0: truly.
1: And, you know, after all of you fucking made me cry like three times today.
7: <laughs> if yeah, you didn't
1: be cry too. after that reveal, I was going to be mad at myself. Yeah, truly, same.
7: <laughs> I was going to be mad at myself. I, I'm
1: gonna lie. It wouldn't uh, be I guess, your fault if I'm emotionally broken. <laughs>
8: <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> the important thing to remember is... Oh, of, course, of course, in, in games and media, there is room for media about colonialism. There is room for media about racism. But this doesn't have to be it, right? No. Like, just like, because no. other media can be about that doesn't mean every medium should be about <laughs> that. And we are allowed, yeah. people are allowed to imagine in speculative fiction, right, mm-hmm. where the title says speculative, in science fiction, mm-hmm. we're allowed mm-hmm. to imagine futures and worlds that are different in ways that we want them to. And I think it's, it's yeah. irritating when someone's like, but why is, doesn't this exist in the world? Like, Because our authorial voice says it does not, right? Right. We have certain themes we want to explore and certain themes we want to not explore.
12: And just because it's a our part of history doesn't mean it's our only history, right? Mm-hmm. Like, culture existed before slavery. Culture existed before <laughs> colonialism. And oh, so yeah, I, yeah. our characters were, so not, so we're
3: suffering because no. of the situations they found themselves in, not because they were Black. Yes, Because yes. like our, our characters were suffering and having having experiences as whole people and not having to add an extra layer of suffrage just for existing. And that's so fucking cool. Yeah. To just be able yeah.
2: to I mean, exist. Yeah, I want to add on, on top of that. It's
3: just an act of resistance in itself.
2: Yeah, I want to add on top of that. 2020's been a year. Like, can't we just be happy? <laughs> can't we just have a nice thing? Like, why does it have to be suffering? Like, why why does it have to be a performance of suffering? And I know that I also
5: absolutely, I also absolutely. just love the answer to the response. Like due to Tanya's responses to that question, somebody could be like, hey, man, why no colonizing? And you could just be like, ah, <laughs> it's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> it's not relevant. <laughs> that's, that's it. You don't that's have it. to add anything else. You don't have to add, it's not relevant. You don't have to add anything because nah, that's why <laughs> that's, like, it. that's it. Mm-hmm. Good game. That's and like, we don't have to justify anything. And just like, nah, that's not, We're not here for that because yeah nah that no is a complete sentence
0: truly all right i want to give i want to give tanya a moment to uh if, if she's got something because <laughs> clearly we all have feel some kind of way about all of this uh but i i do want um, to give you a minute tanya
1: oh boy um well one thank you for the gift not just the art but your time because 12 weeks three hours on camera half hour before time after to decompressed, letting me email you at all random-ass hours, messaging Eugenio, like, he's awake, I can send him a message. Yeah. Um, messaging Vanessa and going, okay, she's got a meeting, she's also on Eastern Time, and going, Jasmine's live for like eight hours, I'll get an answer at midnight my time, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, and DJ, I'm like, depending on what it is, I may just ask you in chat, because I need a quick answer, I'm going to leave you alone.
5: <laughs> no, I will not <don't> answer that. <laughs> on the cell phone like if i'm lying i don't don't see my cell phone at all like i get trouble for that shit in the house like what's what's a cell phone i am i'm focused right now my bad
1: (laughs) no but you know i one i'm i'm incredibly grateful that you all said yes and that's everybody in this call it's dave it's brian brian is the person on this call that's known known me the longest since live journal days (laughs)
0: You just outed
10: wow. something. no I did not really? consent. I did not consent to that information reveal.
1: I didn't say what I year knew it on be Live him. Journal. I didn't say what year on Live Journal. We could have been. We could have <laughs> the been last one. Hands. That's right. <laughs> the last one. The last. You know that last one. <laughs> but you know, I I've always wanted to tell stories that you know aren't about pain, aren't about anger, aren't about fucking slavery. Because you know, I got no shame in it. I'm going on 50 years old. I'm, I'm closer to 50 than I am to 40. And after the things that I've experienced, the things that I've seen, going to museums, going to the Smithsonian, Smithsonian in Washington, and seeing, you know, literally the journey from slavery to President Obama, and all the things that we've seen and experienced that all of us have expe- experienced as people of color, black folks, queer folks, I could not fail myself, I could not fail you or the people that come back every week by giving you some bullshit 12 years of slave, green mile fucking torture porn. I wanted Victoria's ah, story. Truly. I wanted us to succeed and the problems we have are because there are problems. Not because, oh poor us, we're black, we're brown, we're, but we're just in space doing this shit. No hotepery, none of that bullshit. This is the story we got to tell. And even if we don't get another season, you all have made me beyond proud and honored. And I don't say this lightly because those of you who know me know this, I love each and every one of you. So thank you.
0: Well, if I may, I think I speak for everyone on this call and Dave to say that the feeling is mutual. The honor is mutual. The joy that we all get to feel at working on a project like this with these people. Shit.
10: I oh, should do, don't you do. Don't, it, don't do it. No, I'm not doing it. Got got it. <laughs> is got is
0: mutual, is yo, mutual.
12: you had Eugenio, I truly. hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm so we sorry, I'm good now. <laughs> oh, we have
3: no, beef now. I
0: know, no, that's legit, I feel that, there that's is. fair, that's don't fair. Know. I'm gonna no, go no. into the
3: document, reject all your notes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but truly, it is. it has been an honor, it has been a joy, and you all can see, those of you watching can see, there is so much joy in this group of people. And what a, what a gift to get to work on a project with this many joyful human beings. Thank you all. Thank you, Tanya. We are a little bit over time. Thank you all for sticking around and hanging out on this stream. I, unfortunately, at the moment, there is not much more to say. You all will hear news if and when we hear it. But for now, from every single one of us, thank you. As always, please stay safe. Please stay healthy. Please wear a mask over your mouth and nose. And from all of us in the motherlands, be luxurious to one another. See you when we
7: see you. Bye, y'all. Bye.
11: Bye.